This is Gemar Nedarim Medaf Mem Zayin. We're holding the bottom of Mem Vavam Medbeis. Five lines from the bottom at the two dots. We quote the din of the Mishnah, Again, one makes a neder anah from his friend, and in this case, his friend, his friend is the one that has the ownership of the town bathhouse. Or, we said in the Mishnah, not necessarily the town bathhouse, or any other public entity in the town. And we already spoke out in the Mishnah of Beisabad, the Olive Press. We spoke out that the way the Ran learns was that there's a third party controlling this entity. And the Mishnah said that the din is going to depend whether the person who now we're saying is ownership, if he has a base yad, if he has a tfisa yad, excuse me, he has a holding inside that item, we have to see what that means. So again, I make an edder enough from Ruvain. Ruvain owns the town bathhouse. And the question is, am I allowed to go into that bathhouse? Said the Mishnah, it depends. If Reuven has a Tvisa's Yad, then it's considered that it's Reuven's and I cannot enter. If Reuven does not have a Tvisa's Yad, then I can yes enter. Asks the Gemara of a Kamo Tvisa's Yad, what is this Tvisa's Yad? What is this stronghold? What does this mean that Reuven retains some level of Bailos, which therefore disallows and forbids me from entering into this field, into this bathhouse, into this alphabet, etc. Amr al-Nachr in the Mechsa, Lishlesh it means that Ruvain has a real ownership. That Ruvain retains a half, a third, a quarter of the entity. Avol bebotzir. But if Ruvain has less than that, loy, then it's not considered that Ruvain has a stronghold. And even if I have a nether, I'm not allowed to benefit from Ruvain. I'm allowed to enter this bathhouse. Abayo I no. Even if Reuven has less than a, a third, a fifth, a half, etc. Hey, Tishari, Tasko. So says Abai, the opposite extreme. Any sort of bylaws, any sort of thesis, yad of real ownership, disallows me from entering into the bathhouse. What is the one case, says Abai, that will be mutter? If the owner, if Reuven will call him the landlord, he receives a fixed rental fee. The town pays him a hundred bucks a month and zehu. Then it's considered that I'm yes allowed to go into this field because in this bathhouse, etc. Because then it's not considered that Ruvain is getting benefit from my entering. We continue as we turn over to today's daf Mem Zayin Amid Aleph. Says the Gemara, quoting the next case in the Mishnah. If someone says that I will not enter into your house. Or I will not purchase your field. What was the halacha? Said the Mishnah determines if the person is alive or not. While he's alive, you cannot get benefit. When he dies or sells it to someone else, then you, yes, can get benefit. But the Mishnah differentiated and said, Kainam Sodezu, by his zoo. If I need a neder, a Kainam, a neder that is like Hakish on this specific entity of the house, of the field, then even after this person dies or sells it, I still cannot get benefit. Why not? Because it was Chal, it was, it was a neder on the entity, on the field itself. So ask the Gemara fundamental Shaila, top line of Mzayin Amanaf. Bo'i avimi, koinam lebayiz zeh sha'anta nechnas. If someone says, koinam, you, from entering this house. So we're switching it up. We're trying to figure out via this question, what is the detail in the Mishnah? Because on one hand, 
he said, bias zeh, the house. On the other hand, he made it on you. The case of the Mishnah was, I made an idea that I will not get benefit from this house. That I can never get benefit from this house regardless of the owner. If I said, I will not get benefit from Ruvain's house, then I can only not get benefit while Ruvain is the owner. After Ruvain dies or sells it, I can, yes, get benefit. So what's the halach if I said that you cannot get benefit from this house? So explains the Gemara, Mace, what is the halacha when the person who made the nether either dies or sells the field to someone else, the owner of this house? What's the question? This should obviously sound a little bit familiar, as we had this back in Daphne and Bezim and Aleph. Can I answer something on you after it leaves my Rishos? Again, Ruvain says to Shimon, Shimon, you're not allowed to get benefit from this field. Ruvain goes and drops dead. So while Reuven was alive, Shimon could get benefit. It's this field. But after Reuven drops dead, after Reuven goes to Elam MS, could Shimon get benefit from the field? What's the question? He said, Sadezu, he said this field. Correct. But can he answer something after it leaves his shows? Because once Reuven is no longer, the field is no longer his field. Oh, my Rava, Rava says, let's prove this. Someone says to his son, I make a nether, you're not getting any benefit from you, Mason, he dies, Yerushanu. If he dies in such a scenario when he said an open-ended statement, you can't get benefit from me, then the son, of course, couldn't benefit from him because he's no longer alive. But if he says explicitly, if he says to his son, you can't get benefit from me, neither in my lifetime nor after I am no longer. So what do we see clearly? says the Gemara Geval, the Geraya, Shema Mina, we see, you can yes, ask for something, even after it leaves your Rishos. Right now, it's in this guy's Rishos. Right now, he has ownership of his entity. So he's allowed to ask for it even after he leaves his Rishos. Therefore, that's going to be a riot to our case when he says, this house, even after he dies, he will not be allowed to get any benefit because you yes, could ask for something even after it leaves your Rishos. Tanan Hasam continues the Gemara by quoting Abishna with a similar case. Kainam Peiros Ha'elu Olai. Says the Gemara, if one says these fruits, this specific entity are asr to me, Kainam Heim Alpi, or they are a nether to my mouth, Kainam Heim Alipi, or they are a nether to my mouth, asr, they are forbidden, the fruits, Bechilufeyem Ubegidulehen. So now we're extending not just the fruit itself, now we're extending that which comes from the fruit, that which goes from the fruit. Meaning, in the previous cases we were discussing, someone makes a nether from this field, what's the status of this field after he dies? He answers this field and someone else, what's the status of this field after he's no longer? Now we're saying, what's the status, not of the field, but of the item that comes from the field, which in the terminology of the Mishnah that we're quoting over here, Mishnah, um, later on in Daphne and Bays, is if someone makes a nether on the fruit, but it's these fruit, what happens, that which grows from the fruit, or what happens, that which is exchanged from the fruit, says the Mishnah, it is forbidden. 
That's if he said, What is usher the peirois? That which grows from the peirois, and that which the peirois are exchanged from. In very similar scenario to what we did at the time of the Amud, now we're coming up with a middle angle. What happens if someone says, these fruits, but on someone else. In the previous case, he said, these fruits on myself. So then the Allah is not only are these fruits also, but that which grows from the fruits and that which exchanged from the fruits. Now, as Rabbi Barachama, what is the Allah if someone says that these fruits on someone else? Mao, what is the status with that which is exchanged for the fruits? Do we say, with regard to himself, just like I could ask for someone else's fruits of myself, meaning we're trying to figure out what was the impetus of the Mishnah that we quoted five lines above, was the impetus that just like I could ask her something of yours on myself, I could ask her and therefore, when I answered these fruits, that which grew from these fruits, even though that's a Dover Shleibelaylam, doesn't exist right now, still it is forbidden. So do we say, but with regard to his friend, you can't answer your friend's stuff on your friend. You don't have control over that. So therefore, so maybe you can't ask her something that's not in this world on your friend. Or perhaps, and therefore, or maybe the reason why it is forbidden is simply because the halacha is that that which comes from the fruit, that which is exchanged from the fruit, that which grows from the fruit, has the same status as the fruit itself. So the Gemara is trying to figure out what is the reason that the Mishnah that we quoted on Five lines at the bottom on Memzayinam and Aleph. What was the reason that you could ask her even that which grows and that which is exchanged from the fruit? Is the reason that just like I could ask her someone else's stuff on myself, so too I could ask her on myself, which is that which comes from the fruit, that was exchanged from the fruit. If that is the reasoning, then I can only ask her this item, but I can't ask her your stuff. And then if I say this fruit is answered to you, I will not be able to ask her, but that which comes from the fruit, etc. Or no, or maybe it's a very simple lambdis, that in lambdis we view that which is, comes from the fruit, that which grows from the fruit as the fruit themselves. Therefore, just like I can ask her on myself, I can ask her on someone else, and there will be no difference. There'll be no difference himself or his friend. So answers the Gemara Memzayin Amid Beis Amar Ravacha Brahmin Yumi Tashema Haimer Leishtei Kainim Shani Nanilcha. Someone says to his wife, "Kainam, I'm not getting any benefit. You cannot get any benefit from me. My benefit to you." And now the wife needs some cash. So what does she do? Love she borrows. The person she borrows from Ba'in Vinifrain comes and collects from the husband. Now let's realize that. The husband can't give the wife benefit. So the wife goes to Reuven, gets cash, and Reuven goes back to the husband. So that's, in all intents and purposes, the same case that we're discussing. That's like the chilufeim, the giduleim of the payrois. It's not the item itself, but it's something that comes from the item. So even though the husband is not giving directly to his wife, but the fact that the creditor gives to the wife, and the husband gives to the creditor, that is something that comes from it. So says the Gemara, my timer. 
What is the reason? What is the reason that the Baal Chayv, when the woman goes to that other guy to collect the money, what is the reason that he is allowed to then go and collect from the husband? Must be that which comes from something is not considered the entity itself. Because if it was considered the entity itself, it would be forbidden. It would be as if the wife is getting benefit from the husband. For the fact that the wife is allowed to go and borrow this cash, and then that guy goes and gets paid back from the money, husband, must be is love kigudulayim. is love kigudulayim. It must be that the only reason. It's like we said in the bottom of Roman Aleph, that you're allowed to ask for your friend's stuff and yourself, you're allowed to ask for your stuff forever. And therefore in this case, it won't work to ask for someone else's stuff and someone else ad infinitum. On my Rava, says Rava no Maybe it's a difference in Lechaz and B'di'evet. Maybe in reality of Ado, Lechaz we view it, that you're not allowed to. It's only Bidi Avad. If it happened, that's when we say that if this woman goes and borrows the money, you're allowed to pay it back. But not necessarily can we bring a raya that Chilufayim is lav, Kidu Layim. Ela Toshima. So rather says the Gemara, I'll bring a different raya. Hamakdish, Amikadish Ba'arla. Someone gets married with Arla in a Mikudash. It's not Mikudash. Why? Because the fruits of Arla, the first fruits that grow, the first few years, is forbidden to get benefit from. So if someone gets married with Arla, he's not married. Ba'amachran Vikidish Bidimehan. If someone sells the Arla and tries to get married with the money that he gets from them, and of course we can already see that this is called the Gidulei and the Chilufeim of the forbidden entity, so seemingly says the Gemara, we see that you're yes allowed to get benefit from the Gidulayim, from the Chilufeim, and it must be that that which comes from the entity is not considered the entity itself. Hachanami says, It's not necessarily a raya, maybe it's the only difference between the chatzil and the Gemara ends without a raya to our case. Again, what was the case? And with this, we conclude what we're trying to figure out. We are trying to figure out the shayla of Ba'i Rami Barachama. What is the shayla of Kainan Piroi Sa'elu Alplaini? If I forbid these fruits and someone else, what is the status with regard to Chilufayim? That it, do we only say that with regard to the person himself, Chilufayim, Gidulayim are forbidden, but someone else not or not? We try to bring two rayas to say that Chilufayim are love Kidulayim. But the Gemara re- 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 said both rayas are not good rayas. We'll pick it up from the Mishnah on the next year. Bisiyato, Dishmayo.